Hello and welcome to episode seven of Procrastination. Hello, everyone. Uh, it is August thirty first. Uh, the same day this podcast is hopefully hopefully coming out. Uh, full episodes on YouTube and Spotify, um, iTunes. Leave us a review on iTunes. Fucking go on our YouTube. Leave a comment. Subscribe to our YouTube. A uh, lot of things coming out on there. Moves are being made. Um, Yanni is not here with me on this episode. I'm interviewing the great David Smith. And you know, I was uh, I was looking for the other recordings that I made because I had at times of uh, great mental anguish begin to record unfortunately i can't find those recordings my computer's a vast vat of nothingness mislabeled unprofessional sad 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 state um my laptop is in so i thought you know an episode can't have no intro i mean i mean at least some decorum, you know? I really, I had, I had a talk with myself. I said, I says, I says to myself, some decorum. When I am disappointed in myself, I speak to myself as if I was the Long Island mother that I always wish that I had. Um, you know, and I'm talking some sense into myself. You know, I had the mother I always wish I had that got me into child pageants where I would have really flourished. That's what I needed. I needed, in order to succeed, um, a woman who burnt herself to a crisp in a tanning bed and then went over to the local pork store and ordered just ham by the pound and then got me into pageants and put makeup on me when I was six and and you know, dress me up. That's what I needed. And to put fake boobs on me when I was seven, I was a tall kid. I could have went far. I've always been a very long and tall child. So, you know, that's, I missed out on that. And so here I am, um, doing a, a comedy podcast because my, my parents are Jewish and, and they don't push their kids to do anything um, as special as pageantry. I, I did watch uh, Toddlers and Tiaras. You know, people, <laughs> people, you know, they, they um, you know, they do things like that. They, they really do things like that. It's, like, interesting to watch the situations people can get themselves into, the things, uh, I guess it's a cultural thing, but it's, it's very interesting. So, yeah, if I had had parents like that, maybe I would have tried to reach something. Maybe I would have tried to have been successful, um, but that isn't the case. That's not what happened. So Yanni's not here this episode, and I'm interviewing David Smith. Uh, he just came out with a new book. It's on Amazon, $3.99. Don't be cheap. This book is worth the $3.90. It's worth 
the 399 exactly to the fine point it's 390 motherfucking nine spend your money wisely and buy it uh summer story out on amazon right fucking now there's no promo code it's 399 so uh yeah we're i'm interviewing him and uh you know i think i did this interview a couple days ago i'm trying to think of if anything has really happened what did I talk about on those other recordings? Let's see. I had a birthday. I had a birthday a couple weeks ago. Birthdays are fun, you know, just uh, key to life. Kill your expectations and everything will be great. Everything will be great. If you have no expectations, just be happy with what you got. It's the same thing with New Year's. After a while, birthdays and New Year's, once they start to lose their sparkle, that's when they really, that's when they, that's when they're really fun, you know? When there's no more magic left and you're just kind of, you're doing the best with what you have and you're being honest about it, you know? You're not going out of your, out of your way, doing things you can't afford, putting on airs. You know, it's very nice. Um, so, you know, whatever, I guess. Episode seven, very exciting. Episode eight, uh, well, I am speaking to you. I mean, now it is the 31st. So we do have um, some ideas for episode eight. We're going to have Raphael and Pete back. Yeah. How happy are you that you fucking listened to the intro? Check out their episode, episode three uh three what is it um three three twinks and a jew i i forgot three three jews and a chink i i don't even it <laughs> i don't know no three jews and a twink that's what it was yeah um so watch back episode three one of my favorite episodes uh and now you know Put your fucking hands together. I'm going to do it. You know, we don't have any live shows. And I've also never gotten to host. So uh, put your hands together for David Smith. and we're recording well i am here with david smith who uh new book on amazon right summer story of course you have a youtube i mean you can do your own plugs if you want so you know everything 
Yeah, uh, my YouTube is uh, David's Visits Production. I definitely have a book out. It's called Summer Story. Uh, it's a fantastic thriller. Make sure you know everybody should tune into it. Dude, I I read. Uh, I'll I'll be honest, I didn't finish it, but I did read, and and I only didn't finish it. First of all, I'm just gonna defend myself very quickly. I have not read most great works of literature. Most great, I I literally can't even finish reading a cereal box. So it's more of like my issues with attention than it is anybody. Like you couldn't keep me Shakespeare couldn't keep me Joyce couldn't keep me Fruity Pebbles couldn't keep it was just too much you know I I lose attention I lose attention like that I'm at 56 percent I drop so uh, I understand now uh, most people is like that these days you know everybody have short attention fans so I try to make as short as possible but, but I will say, I will say, you inspired me, and I will finish it after we record the podcast episode. And I will write something in the bio. And I mean, not the bio, the fucking um, the description. And I will just say if I liked it or not. And I'm sure that I will. I have high hopes for the for the book. You know, I, uh, I had my first book store. It was from my house to the corner. Uh, I signed two homeless <laughs> books. <laughs> Which one returned to me for a dollar. Um, nice. So that's how that <laughs> he thought He thought you were a money man. He saw you like, that yeah. man has money. Good for you, yeah. dude. <laughs> I got my book back for a dollar. And uh, <laughs> since it's raining, I was sitting in the rain just looking. Like, oh, man. Yeah. That's so so you like really become a writer. Now you sit, you write, and you look out into the rain. Yeah, you know, nice. you get what's, the what's your what's what's like your process? How do you like to set up your space when you write? Um, well, I don't have no set coordination. Uh, I was actually uh, intoxicated <laughs> while writing okay. this one. Uh, it was a strong intoxication, uh, and I was on the plane coming back from Atlanta, which I shouldn't be doing made of quarantine, but I was, and uh, I was writing on the plane. You don't give a fuck. I was for three hours. You don't give a fuck. That's awesome. Dude, I, uh, you, so, so were you in Atlanta? You were just traveling, right? Uh, yeah. Doing some business photography, you know, uh, a little oh, bit cool. of videography. Meeting nice. new people. You know, getting new aspiration, you know. What really inspired me was a uh, rap album. Uh, you know, it was about to release. I'm like, I have to do something too. Yes. And, uh, Towards the Tide. Everyone stream it. It's very good. David, you're on it, right? For uh for a track with the Rhyme Zone. Definitely, definitely. Rhyme Zone is my favorite track. Not because I'm on it. Because it was a dope track. <laughs> it was a dope track because you were on it, buddy. Oh, it could be that too. I mean, who knows? <laughs> but definitely great album you need to stream. Uh definitely inspired me to do more writing. Mm. Definitely. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna get us all in trouble here. I'm sorry. This is what really is gonna get me canceled. Uh we broke social distancing orders a, a couple like a week ago. It's like it's a very it's very nice to be with friends. It's very inspiring. I didn't even notice that I was missing it that bad, like since corona ended, because I literally haven't seen anybody since March. 
And I didn't even know how much I missed that. Oh, God, no. Since March? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, yeah. You were just like, oh, we've been hanging out this whole time. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. That, uh, I want to say, I haven't been outside. I'm going to say March and April. But uh, the time May came, I was back outside. Uh, I tried to stay in the house. I did. But um, you don't find inspiration in the house. You don't find comedy in the house. <laughs> um, For the most part. I spent a lot of time online. But, like, I spent a lot of time just, like, watching movies or, like, reading. I mean, well, not, not, okay, not as much time reading as I probably should. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but, like, I think I only hung out with my one friend who was, like, an EMS. Uh, she were, not EMS, yeah, EMS. Um, and she was, like, transporting coronavirus patients. So that's the one person I decided to hang out with. Um, <laughs> to stay safe during how, how the pandemic. Like, you, you want to be scared to hang out with because of the pandemic? You know, because she's like firsthand done with it. I'd have been yes. scared personally. Uh, I've definitely been scared. I could you travel two thousand miles away, but I don't want to hang out with nobody to do MS. Well, yeah. Um, no, she told <laughs> she didn't want to hang out. I, there was actually like a period of time where we took a break. Not that it like really matters. Um. But yeah, it was just uh, I don't know. I I didn't really like take it seriously. I'm not a good. I person, mean, though. seriously, but uh, you was in the house. I don't know. Kind you of went. You went to Atlanta, so <laughs> I took it very serious. I did. So listen, I took it very serious. Didn't you go to Miami like the first time it happened, bro? <laughs> At least it wasn't France. I was supposed to be in France. Uh, I turned around and yeah, went to Miami. That was no, no, no. That's only because you couldn't go to France. That's only because they blocked international exactly. travel. <laughs> you would have gone to France. I'd have been there. Uh, yeah. I take it very <laughs> I do. But, you know, you got you to think about it. Like, um, like Atlanta right now, they're trying to shut back down, not because of the people having it, but rather because mm. the mayor caught it. The mayor didn't care about the people until she caught it. Now she's saying everybody has to go back to square one. That's not going to happen. Can't do it. Mm-mm. Everybody having a time of their life out there. Right. Right, right. Yeah. You know, um, the Trump was saying, you know, China brung it to us, and uh, China is responsible. <laughs> I mean, I... He's, he's a wild one. <laughs> I don't know. Here's the thing. I, uh, with traveling, like, taking vacations i can't go somewhere for like 10 days i need to live in a space which is why i'll never go anywhere because (laughs) because that takes so much planning and foresight that it's just never going to work out so i'm always like if i do go to if i do go to italy like i want to live there for two years like when in my life (laughs) what the fuck that's not even in the plans i can't just spare two years and so it'll never happen I did go to Israel for 10 days when I was 11, but honestly, like, I remember that, like, every, when I try to remember that, it's like going through a bad acid trip. Like, it was just, I was jet lagged, and then my relatives poisoned me, and I have a lot of issues with the area. But. When you say poisoned. Oh, yes, it was, I was poisoned. With alcohol? Um, <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> It was, uh, I was, we were eating at a relative's house and, um, there were breakfast pastries with cream in them that were left out all night. Unbeknownst to me, an innocent 11 year old 
who is then hardened <laughs> by this, who is hardened by this experience. I used to be happy. I don't want to get into it. But <laughs> so they gave me Yo, these one bad food trip will stop everything. One bad food trip will stop everything. Trust me, it will stop everything. I ate it. We went right away. Also, at this point, never caught up to the actual uh, like sleep schedule of like we were jet lagged. Um, so I barely even remember what happened. But I remember like getting to the bus we're going i'm like starting to throw up immediately (laughs) it was so embarrassing dude i'm throwing up on the bus i'm that person oh my god you you that person nobody likes that person i was 11 and food poisoned (laughs) let me tell you let me tell you you see my biggest fear as a new yorker is stopping the mta because i'm sick that's my biggest fear if I'm sick, throw me off the train, please. If I'm sick, throw me off the bus. I don't want to stop <laughs> everyone from traveling. That's my biggest I, fear. <laughs> it's. It, I like how it's. Uh, I like how it's ocean rules. <laughs> it's just international <laughs> waters rules on the train. <laughs> just throw me both oh. out to sea, lads. <laughs> you just. Like, uh, it's like going. Uh, it's like going on like one of those outside tracks in Brooklyn. You just see like a body flown out. Like we lost them. We lost them, lads. <laughs> and you know, I think it's only New Yorkers that think that way. Uh, yeah, that's just you know because we hate when people do that. You get mm-hmm. sick, get off the train. You know, I'd be so angry at somebody being sick. Like, why should I be mad at somebody being sick? It's not their fault, but, you know, I'd really be angry. I'm, I don't want to do it to anyone. I'm different. I'm an empath. I feel I feel bad for people, but only if I can tell. Like, if someone is drunk, I don't feel bad for them. Like, you're an adult. Um, If someone is, like, genuinely sick, though, in a different way, it's like I just try to get out of the situation. But, I mean, I do feel bad for those people on that bus when I was throwing up because it was gross. Anyway. Oh, man, it was like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's for our audio listeners. Really, really get an earful of that. Turn your headphones up and listen <laughs> to this vomit ASMR. There are probably some freaks who get off to that. And I uh, hope that yeah, they become be uh, fans of the pod. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, the thing is, I'm going to let you a little, uh, a little story that's coming out from my new little book. It's called yes. Under the Hood of Dennis. Uh, a sneak Probably. Yeah, it's like because I'm going to release it when this quarantine is over one day. Oh, hopefully. I can't wait. Uh, basically, I was on the L train, and uh, I felt so bad because the lady next to me started throwing up. No, she was across from me. And instead of helping her, because that's the time of, um, what's the other pandemic we had? Uh, Ebola. Mm. So instead of helping her, we all ran. <laughs> oh, my God, it was so horrible. Everybody ran towards the next car. It, it was... And I look back at her like, wait, did that, did that actually happen? Or is this like, are you writing of a world where Ebola became, was like Ebola is Corona because Ebola is so much worse than Corona, but it was like as widespread as it. Um, no, that's the actual story. Oh, that uh, actually happened. It few, yeah. It was a few really? years ago when we had the Ebola scale over here. Yeah. We had Ebola People scale. ran. Oh my, you, it was like madness. Like, wow. because she started, so everybody thought she had the Ebola, and Ebola was like Corona, except for worse, because the symptoms was real physical. 
Well, I, you know what? I didn't really, I didn't really care about Ebola because I was having some high school issues at the time, I think. But like, I, (laughs) I don't remember like people caring about Ebola or maybe I was just too young to care, but I don't remember it. Uh, Maybe you was too young or maybe it was in the instance, but uh, she did throw up and I knew, I knew she was drunk. Mm. Uh, I felt bad because I left her because I didn't want to be that guy. Nobody wants to be that guy. (laughs) I don't know. I just didn't want to be that guy. I completely agree with the New York state of mind and where, like, if there's a situation, you, like, you just don't, you can just mind your business and, like, you'd be a good person for minding your business because it would be worse if you got in there and made shit worse. So it's, like, being, being the bystander is always great. I always thought, like, during, like, the bully, like, the bully thing, like, the announcement, um, like they would have like anti-bullying things in school they were always like being a bystander is doing the same thing it's like i'm not bullying and i'm not getting bullied sounds like the place for me sounds like (laughs) the right place to be on the sidelines on the scale you just you just right there but you're not either in or against you're just there nothing is happening to you the show you're watching the Sometimes show. Sometimes you're never watching it. You're just not engaging in any matter. <laughs> you're not what? watching, you're not ignoring, you're just not engaging. Is that not the smartest thing? If fight, it's like there's fight and flight, and then there's just back the Mind fuck off, business. you know? I'm not in the situation. <laughs> and you know, I'm not going to lie to you, I don't know if you see 13 Reasons Why. Uh, I, you know what? I'm not going to lie to you, and I think people would be surprised I did watch the first season. But I didn't watch any further than that. I watched the first two seasons. I'm not gonna lie. Now, hear me out. <laughs> I really thought, and this is, and this is, you know, maybe this is just a New Yorker. That kind of bullying, you can't survive a day in a New York school. You won't mm. survive it if that would make her, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Uh, you went to school in New York, so you should know. You won't survive. It's just brutal over here. <laughs> Didn't they compliment her? They said that she is a nice ass, right? She won best ass of the tenth grade, and then, and then like. she. <laughs> listen, listen. <laughs> Sad story. That's pretty nice. I wouldn't. I wasn't called that, and I'm still <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like that would have made life a little easier if I had been elected to that position. But whatever. She killed herself. I mean, all I'm saying is, New York, I really thought bullying wasn't a myth. But, like, if that's what they extend to bullying in, they need to shut down a lot of New York schools well, <laughs> because it was much brutal up there. Maybe. Well, I mean. The thing with it is, like, New York bullying, like, yeah, you'll get bullied, but, like, you'll always have your weird friends. Like, you can always find your weird fucking friend. They're just there. Like, maybe that you wouldn't find in a small town, but, like, you'll have a little group. I always had a little group, you know? Yeah. Like, even lowest common denominator have little groups. They just all sit around on, like, the same lunch table kind of you know, all wearing sweaters with the hoods up and stare oh. at each other because they just picked each other. Like, that's their designated friend. So you think it's because it's a small town that that kind of bullying was actually bullying? Because we live in a bigger city. Oh, uh, no, 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 no. I, I think, I think uh, with 13 Reasons Why specifically, I think that it's just a pussified generation. 
I mean, you know what? Wait, I'm forgetting. Okay, she got raped, right? <laughs> so hold up. Wait, I forgot about that part. Never mind. <laughs> I, did, I was talking about the more or less in school bullying. I honestly forgot about that too as well. That part is a whole other thing. I'm saying the basic of. Okay, know, so if you ad- take. If you take away the the rape, which is, I think, the reason she killed herself, but if you take away the rape and just, like, she was actually broken up about the school bullying, so we can talk about that. Yeah, no, it wasn't, like, anything compared to in New York. You know, and I like that show because I can laugh at it. Um, Not the thing of her killing herself Mm -hmm. or the raping part, but the generalization of this is what they call bullying. Yeah. I see that a lot worse when I was in school. And that's what I was doing. What's, like, one of uh, your most memorable, like, you saw something happen? Can you think of something? In school? Uh, mm. I've seen somebody get their head punched in the toilet. Really? Uh, a swirly? A swirly. A swirly. Um, mm. I've seen a lot of things in school, okay? It was a lot of illegal things I would not want to discuss. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, um, if you could bring up names. <laughs> no, like, honestly, uh, people got their lunch money took in. People took their lunch money back. You understand? You get bullied, you either fight back or leave the school. Right. I guess. Uh, most people fought back. Most people didn't get bullied. Maybe because they were friends. I'm not sure. See, we grew up in different parts of New York. In Staten Island, when you said bullying, the only thing that registered to me was calling each other gay. What? I mean, oh my God. I mean, worse, listen, listen. There, there were things, but I will say, okay. <laughs> there were things, but like, it wasn't, it wasn't violent. No, no, no. The bullying that I, that like me and my friends engaged in, it wasn't, violent it was like either racist or like but like very very racist well you know um it depends how your school was formulated because my school had a little bit of everything so we did have uh, what would you call race walls but it wasn't really harmful it was like you know, I make a joke about this race, a joke, mm. a joke, uh, make a joke about us. You know. Yeah, everybody got it evenly. Everybody got it evenly. The the Irish exactly. kids always still got potato famine, like shoved in their faces, <laughs> constantly. Uh, <laughs> um. But. Yeah. Well, I remember, like, so I went to a school. This was like, the school that I went to. There were some, uh, like the school was not good before. It was really like. It it was like a top fights. Literally, the school had like fights every single day. Like it was really violent. There was always police. A lot of kids were involved in gang activity. And then it was kind of changing after like the principal. So I went when it was I gentrified the school. So, <laughs> but, so um, there was one day I remember over the loudspeaker, like during lunch, the principal came on and she's like, "Attention, attention, high schoolers." Yesterday, there was not one fight during the day or after school on school property. I would like to thank everybody. This is the first time in seven years. Oh, that's, a, that's amazing. Three fights broke out as soon as that announcement ended. Just like immediately. Oh, my God. That sounds like it was a Everyone was like, fuck, fuck, what? <laughs> Yeah, I was dude. A there, no. <laughs> we were piffy. 
We were a piffy bunch. Oh my god. Uh and then the thing is about my school is uh, even when we had fights and everything, my class in twenty eleven was the highest graduating class. We had a ninety five percent graduation rate. Oh nice, nice. Congratulations. You know, no matter what we did after school, no matter what we did in school, mm. most of our class graduated. So I guess brains have nothing to do with bronze in that case. <laughs> Oh, yeah. It was just a f- big yeah, fight during graduation. <laughs> yeah, you know, it, it was nice. It was nice. Uh, I went to a very, uh, like I said, integrated school, interracial school. So I had a little bit of everybody. Oh, like that's nice. Yeah, yeah. Cool. I repeated Black Panther. Um, that's a heavy loss we take in. Uh, I don't know if you heard the news. Uh, yes, he had cancer, right? That's, it, it, it was very sad. And it's yeah. even sadder because the only thing I was thinking about was that he finished Black Panther 2, and that's uh, that's that's horrible. That's horrible. Uh, I don't know why was the first thing I was thinking about. Mm-hmm. Because on Twitter, they was so brutal about him. Uh, a few months ago, we posted the picture, and he was mad skinny, and it was like, oh, you got cancer? Like, playing around, but uh, he really did. It was, uh... Oh, man. Well, that's just, listen, that's just the internet trolling as the internet does, you know? Um, I mean, they're mean to everybody. If you actually end up having something, you end up having something, you know? I uh, I don't know. But, yeah. I see what you mean. That That's definitely, that's definitely an emotional toll. Uh, that's rough to see. So, uh, What's your future plans? Uh, you said uh, the album inspired you. The album did inspire me. Um, I bought a lamp. Bought a very inspirational lamp. Uh, as for future plans, Yanni is coming back next episode. Uh, I don't know what to do about open mics. A lot of people have been asking me, like, oh, are you writing? Are you still writing during this time? No. is uh, it? No, no, no. Here's the thing. I'm inspired. I guess I'll write down bits or whatever, like, if I think of them. But am I fleshing anything out? Am I genuinely sitting down to write? No. Uh, reason for that being, I like being on stage and, then like, working out my material. I really don't think I can be a good judge of if it's funny or not. And I need, like, you know, I just, I'll write something down, but I really won't get into it. Like, no work has been done. The podcast, however... Um, is where I kind of like go through bits if I want to or like that kind of stuff because it's more of like an open form where I can express myself and and in addition to that it makes it easier to uh, like it helps me think while I speak so it's just the podcast so far what about you what are your future plans the thing is I don't know everything and nothing um mm. I'm still doing skits uh News reporters coming back. The skits are very you know, good. I enjoy the skits. They're very, they're very funny. Uh, thank you. Uh, it's whole, like you said, it's so hard. It's hard. It's hard. Mm-hmm. Um, without being around the circle of creative minds, it's it has its challenges. I can write things down, but mm-hmm. it's not as funny if I can reflect them on someone. So, so between the skits, the writing, mm-hmm. and I'm trying to start writing on my second little short book. Uh, I'm trying to do that. Because Ralph got me inspired. Also, the other David, not Clash, but that David the Third. <laughs> okay. Uh, me, and him was, me and him was speaking, and uh, he gave me a little bit of inspiration. 
Dude, literally all all our friends have the same name. Like I try to like tell my friend and then I have to distinguish between all the Davids, all the all the Rafs, all like all the Rafs. Just like oh, yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. We all she doesn't get it, dude. She she's like, please let me just see a picture. <laughs> I can't, I don't know these people. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, the other David, he's class is Russian. Uh I'm yes. Docker. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know what David I don't know what the other David is. Uh, David the Third. I don't know his nationality. Is he, like, uh, is he Russian too? Yes, but wow, I'll be honest. Um, he's definitely told me before, but I don't remember because I'm a bad friend. Mm. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're better than me. Uh, I don't really be remembering people's names, truthfully. I was getting Ralph same and name. Ralph. There are two <laughs> names to remember. And then you pretty much got 70% of everyone that's in the group. But I can't I can't keep making jokes about the friend group or it's not gonna get interesting because people are gonna I don't know. There's there's one fan of this podcast, but I don't uh I don't know if he's interested in this or she. <laughs> or that. So tell us a joke right now. What are you doing with right now? Um so, oh yeah, yeah. You were telling me what else you are doing. Yes, go ahead. You and Third David, uh, are you guys doing some music? Are you going to be releasing things, uh, jingles, perhaps, hymns, hymns, hymns? Hold up. I'm trying to get it. I'm trying. I'm trying. Hold I told up. David we have to do that. <laughs> if you, all right, we have ten minutes left. I think we can end the call there, but I, I, I want to end it on this note. If you guys do a gospel album, I, I think, <laughs> I think people would be into it. Uh, you know, I'm a hot cool master, so maybe anything is possible. Well, you uh, know, you what what you do. And I'm going to give you some compliments here. What you do is you have a very interesting social media presence where like you write about um you write from a very one like the point that you write from is very simple and it's very direct and it's like it's refreshing to see and it's nice and it's like very funny. So I feel like if you were to channel that into music, like people would really fuck with it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I really gonna, I'm, thinking, I'm gonna think about that. Um, yeah. I was telling people, uh, probably even this know, I was telling people sometimes because I can't write complicated, mm. but every average person don't like complicated. Most average people don't like complicated. They don't like to read it to depth. They don't like yeah. to, you know, the office kind of jokes. They don't. They people don't be understanding. So right, the write complicated simple. office jokes. Exactly. You gotta write it simple and to the point, and uh. Whatever happens, happens. Most people love it. Right. <laughs> well, no, well, when I mean simple, I don't mean to, uh, I don't mean it in a bad way. I mean it in like, it's, it's just, there's no drama around it. There's no complications in the way that like, it's something that's very digestible and like, it's very pleasant. Like okay. when I say okay. simple, yeah, I don't mean it in like, but, but yeah, you're right. You're right. Uh, you know, unfortunately, we had, we in a generation of uh, people Tend to spend very short and uh, so they get complicated, they run for the hills. <laughs> yeah, well, there's different types of complicated. You know, there's like, um, I don't know if you're running away from complications necessarily. R- running away from responsibilities is something. 
that's mm, not okay. good. But running away from complications, I mean, you know, sometimes uh, given the right circumstances, you're very into responsibility and you want responsibility. But uh, with complications, it's usually a responsibility that you don't want, hence why it's complicated. <laughs> yeah, like, all right, I'm going to head out. <laughs> Sorry. Solid, I'm heading out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what people are like, oh, all right, I'm, I'm going to just walk away. It's whatever. Yeah. No, well, some people make shit very complicated, you know? <laughs> the thing... <laughs> Like everything, I used to be so easy, but uh, not no more. Yeah, not no more. Not no more. You you don't you don't mess with that anymore. Well, what would you say? Like, at what red flag now are you just like I'm out? Um, when it's too many moving parts, uh, mm. you know, uh, it could come from planning, um, even for my web series I'm trying to produce. Yeah. When I deal with people with too many moving parts, I just be like, okay, you go off the project. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. bring someone else that, you know, we can work together. Mm. You know, people like to jump all over the place uh, with a thousand ideas. You know, you're trying to maneuver, but, like, you have a thousand ideas, you got to, you know, smaller down. Right. Become too complex. I'm like, well, I can't work with this. I can't work with you. I can't do this. Right, you know? because because at the end of the day, like even if you are a perfectionist, shit has to get done. Shit has to get out there. Exactly. And there, there has go. to Everything be a point where you say stop and you just release the. Basically, yeah, you're right about that. Um, I'm, I'm pretty sure you face with some kind of task like that with procrastination. Uh, if things get too like like what is what is your um process if things get too crazy, too complicated? Um, I drink a lot and I do a lot of other substances in order to <laughs> slow things down when I'm editing. Uh, no, with, with editing, honestly, like I, I, uh, go through maybe like f- three or four hours of footage, like, especially with the intros, it's okay. Not, not three or four hours. I'm exaggerating. Maybe like two hours is the full episode. And then I'll and then I'll take it down to um like one. And I've and I keep on trying to make the episode shorter and shorter. Um yeah. but but yeah, and also because during the intros, there's a lot of like especially when I'm doing it by myself, there's a lot of me pausing and just kind of like singing for ten minutes while I buy time. <laughs> <laughs> but like very softly in a very like serial killer type way which is my favorite place to do comedy in my head. Dark comedy is the best, though, um, in yeah. my personal opinion. Uh, everybody's not ready for that dark comedy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so what is your way for getting rid of the complicated stuff? I mean, mine is substance abuse. What is uh, what is yours? Mine is honestly is traveling. Uh, I would say substance abuse as well. Mm. But through this quarantine, I figured out I'm not an alcoholic. I thought I was because I drink every vacation I go on. I drink on weekends. Right. I haven't really touched bottle. <laughs> oh, so uh, you realized you're you realized that you're a functioning adult. <laughs> and it's horrible. It's it's hard because I tried. You know, this is this is no. It's not good to tell kids I tried to sit there and drink every day, but <laughs> it's not who I am as a person. It's just not. <laughs> I get that. I get that. <laughs> I got bored drinking. How did you get bored drinking? The world may never know. 
you know, for me, it's definitely the traveling part. That's why you, you know, see me sneaking up to Atlanta with my bags and running through the airport. <laughs> <laughs> the traveling that gives to me that uh, resets everything. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so I'm, I can't wait to get back on the road. Uh, 2022, I had to push up the global tour. I'll oh, be back okay. out there. Oh, you're doing a global thing. That's cool. Like you're going everywhere, France everywhere. The, France was the last place in Europe I needed to go before oh. I go to, further out to like Africa, Asia, Australia. Okay. Okay. Wow. So, so you were preparing? Is that what you were preparing for? Right, your globe tour. You. That's why, like, you were working out. I remember you were like working at the gym. Dude, the gym's <laughs> closing is rough. Do you know they open the schools but not the gyms? They, they still have haven't opened the gyms. Gym. No, I don't know if it's next. I think it's next week, but they haven't opened the gym yet. Damn. I mean, is crazy. Uh, I mean, even <laughs> when they do reopen it, they're probably gonna put time limits on it, have it like thirty-three percent capacity or something. Like, I mean, fuck. Uh, like people need to be healthy. <laughs> they yeah, need to work you know, out. You're right. Uh, you're definitely right about that. And uh. I'm not playing up with Kumo, but um, we're the only state that's still like on super lockdown. Yeah. Well, it's it, good, but at I, the same time, I don't. Know. I forgot who said it, but someone was like, "What about those guys who spend like six hours a day in the gym?" And and I know like there's so many people in Staten Island who are like that. Like especially the gym that I went to it was like a lot of firefighters and a lot of like bodybuilders, and they spent a lot of their time in that gym. And like I don't even know what they're doing anymore. Or like the old guys that spent all their time at the gym. Like what what what's their life now? They're just shooting up heroin. We have less well, than oh, yeah, they have to be shooting up heroin. They probably have inflated muscles, you know. Walk around smacking people with their inflated muscles. <laughs> just <laughs> slapping muscles. <laughs> slapping people in the head. Like, oh my god, what was that? All right, uh do some last minute plugs and then the call's gonna end. Yes, you can catch my book on Amazon Kindle. Uh my YouTube is David's Vision Production, great material. Anything you need, you will find it there. And then my Instagram, just call me dot David. Uh, hope to see y'all soon. And uh, great for having me on this Procrastination. All right, Procrastination out. All right. Later.